Pod Boys Productions. Brooklyn. 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 Hello, Brooklyn. This is Brooklyn Rebound Podcast, episode 114. As they say, you know, you know what I mean. Pod. As they normally say, 114. That's how you exactly, say it. Exactly, exactly. Uh, it's been a long time. Padre and uh you know I, I had some dope s- steps but I, I think I left them at Studio Castle or Studio uh Queens what what is it what what is that studio that, that was so famous in Queens that I forgot about I think it was Oh the old Queens Studio Casterly Pod Yeah 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 I think I left them there I was there not too long ago yeah It's not that you left the people without the dope beat to step to you you literally left the steps over there Yeah I literally left the steps uh, over there so the people never got them therefore they haven't heard from us in a while they haven't uh, now we did try to do episode 114 before are we going to mention that or should we cut this out what i'm saying right here no i think that the fans knew it already they could sense that we were working hard on an episode and we were just looking for a reason to drop it like it's hot that's right because we had all type of nets talk that was relevant a couple weeks ago which now forget about all that well, I mean, you said Nets talk. I think Nets, the word Nets are relevant. They're like almost, they're like a little bit too irrelevant. Um, relevant. I think they're Misters relevant. That's that's who they are right now. Yeah. They are Misters relevant. That reminds me, Podnam. What's that? great show is Misters Irrelevant on this very podcast network, Brooklyn Rebound Network, on this feed, I should say. There should be a fresh Super Bowl episode out for you to listen to right now on Super Bowl 53, Rams Pats. I'm sure that's not what you were thinking of when you were saying that just now, but I'm going to get the little advertising in there. Listen to that. Well, no, exactly. I was going to say that, tell you that we actually signed a podcast called Misters Irrelevant to sponsor the show. You know, I did a lot of he- heavy negotiation with the host, Padre. And E Dash Nam, and they said, "Yeah, we'll sponsor your show, Brooklyn, <laughs> Brooklyn Rebound." Wait a minute, so. I'm paying. We're paying for this ad right now. I didn't realize that. <laughs> yep, yep. Actually, E Dash Nam. Can... Eric must have done this on my behalf without me knowing. Must have made this. Jeez. Well, can't believe I need to pay my one podcast to sponsor the other one, which is on the same feed as I mentioned. <laughs> whatever it takes, man. Whatever it takes. So yeah, this is the episode that everyone's been waiting for episode 114 today we're going to go through a little bit of uh these nets that are relevant right now there's a couple nba i would say blah busters trades that went on today and uh it's found out probably about like two i don't know two hours ago give or take and then the all-star reserves came out so we're gonna go into that padre there's been an, a couple rumors out there saying that your residency in Brooklyn and in Queens and New York City is no longer valid. You've been kicked out of the state. Is this is this true? What did you do, Padre? Well, you know, I think if you, uh, I think you'll find if you listen back to some of our more recent episodes that you already knew that, Padnam, because you know specifically maybe I'll point to Eastern Conference preview and Western Conference preview live from the land where we were because you drove me there. Because I was leaving New York, so I think you you already knew that. It's not news to you. 
Well, it's not news to me. That's why I, I was I was hoping that every. Well, it shouldn't be news to our to listeners either who listen to those episodes, you know. Right, and if you haven't, that's what I was getting to. If you haven't, you need to go back to that journey of Padru and all the way to L.A. And you have gone on the road trip. How many states did you go to in the span of a couple weeks? Yeah, I went on the whole road trip. I, were you following me on the gram there? Because I did the Instagram story. I did. Passed through a new state. I tried to get a video of the, the state line or, you know, like the sign they have. And some other fun stuff. I went on, I ended up in 15 states. So where I'm in the 15th now, California, live here now. So, yes, the first pod from, first Brooklyn rebound from the La, not the land. I took the ND off. It's just the La here. I don't know what this what the studio is but you know that's that's to come I, you know i i think i know what the studio is it's uh studio la bnb so. yeah that's very true for now yeah but yeah 15 different states so i i went all up over i didn't you know i t- went out of my way a few times to like hit more went down to hotlanta which was certainly out of the way but it was cool a little georgia and you know what, Padnam, this is not really relevant to anything we're talking about, it's just my personal life, but there's only, I believe, six states in this very union that I've not been to now. Wow. Just six. Just six. Only only six, yeah. Is Hawaii one of them? It is one, and I'm supposed to actually go there later in this year on like a family trip, so. Wow. Uh, Alaska so. being the other one? Alaska it w- is one, and there's only one on the east and the eastern side of the country at all. Can you guess what that one is? Maine. You nailed it. Nailed it in one, Padnam. Pretty good stuff from you there. I mean, uh, I know. Yeah, so that means I got 50. You know, I'm just not a man guy, I guess. Like, you know me so well. Well, I'm, I'm thinking the corners of the of America. Man. Yeah, no, that makes sense. <laughs> Maine, Maine is, that's three then. Uh, wait, Hawaii, Alaska, Maine. There's three more, and I'll give you a hint. They're all, the, the other three are all. Montana. General region. That's one. Why are you killing it? I guess you know which one states I went to. Wyoming. No, you've erred there. I went there long ago. I took a I took a family trip to Yellowstone, which is in Wyoming, when I was just a young lad, and I went. I got a couple more out of the way on that specific trip in that region, but. Okay, so North and South Dakota. Well, I have been to South Dakota on that trip I just mentioned. We also stopped by Mount Rushmore. Not been to North Dakota, so that's number five. Can you finish it out with number six and impress it? Mm. Well, you. Did you go to, you went to Portland. Did you go to Washington? I've been to both Oregon and Washington, yeah, on the same trip a few years ago. Visited my friend who lived in Olympia, Washington. You know what it is? I, I do know, but. You've never been to Puerto Rico? Not a state, but that's true. I've not been there, if we're counting all territories. Yeah, yeah, or uh, <laughs> the Samoan. <laughs> um, I don't know. I can't think of any more. St- Wait, no, no, Iowa. Iowa went passed through before, I think, on that same other trip, yeah. So here, I'll give you the, the clue here. Are you Idaho, you know? I was going to say, I meant to say Idaho, because I was thinking potatoes, and then I said Iowa. So I knew it was I. I, I don't know why I said Iowa instead of Idaho, because there's no Iowa. So basically, I need to, well, I already said I'm probably going to be going to Hawaii this year, and then... Then uh, I just need to do a little road trip from Alaska to North Dakota and hit all those other states. <laughs> that would go. take me at least as long as not, if not longer than the one I just went on. Probably wouldn't be as fun, but you know I might have to do it just so I can, just so I can get all the or just go to them all separately. Do a little Fargo vacation or something. I don't know. Fargo. Hmm. You know what you should do? You should go to the Iowa State Fair just because. Even though I've 
been there and just just to go to the Iowa State, right? Fair. Just to go there because you're you're already out on the other side of the the country, so might as well just drive mid like I don't know, is it be a thousand miles over east uh, from where I am to you? Wait, yeah, what northeast. Are you, are you still are you still meaning to say Idaho? Because you said Iowa State Fair. I think I did it again. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Yeah, that makes more sense. I, <laughs> but I, I feel like Iowa State Fair is like is probably like a thing. Idaho State Fair, they might have it, but it's not something I would think of. Like a state, I would think of like a folksy state fair, right. but that's more Midwestern vibe to me. But anyway, yeah. So I think we did enough on states, but uh, yeah, I might. <laughs> I, I took some other videos, so you might want to look out in the future for a long, a more extended video than when you I. You should had drop that on your on your excellent YouTube feed. I think you should drop that on your. Oh feed yeah, right under Drew Wilson. Is this this? So far, episode 114 is just basically all about advertising my shit, but which is cool. Yeah, Drew Wilson on YouTube, uh, some cool reactions there, and I probably will drop it on there. Let's talk basketball, though. You know, there was a blockbuster deal today. Do we want to start with that, or you want to talk Nets? No, no, no. I mean, we got to start start with what's trending right now, and there was mm-hmm. a blockbuster deal, and and it's it's not that blockbuster. The store is reopening. That's not happening. Although there is one blockbuster that is open on the West Coast. I think it's in Alaska, Montana, or Washington. Okay. If it's in Montana, I can take a visit to that and get that, knock that state out. If it's in Washington, then not, not worth it. I would say it's definitely a big day for the NBA today. There were some movements, talks, rumors about one big player, one, one symbol, the brow, Anthony Davis, but... He wasn't the breaking news today. Not involved in this one. He's been the story all week, but not today, Thursday, as we record this. To get into this, uh, you know, I wanted. I told you off my, off air that uh, I found a cool stat, an interesting stat. So I'm going to hit you with that one right now to kind of get into this trade talk. Hit me, hit me hard. He, this is apparently true, which is crazy, but it's about the Knicks. The New York Knicks have not re-signed a first-round pick since Charlie Ward, who was drafted in 1994. You mean Mr. Heisman Trophy, Charlie Ward, Florida State? They have not. I guess is that him? He, he went Heisman. Yeah. Wait, you don't know? This is like this is a big sports. This bag. era is like right before. I mean, literally, I started kind of following the NBA in like '95, '96, probably more like '96, '97, really. But you're a football head, though. You're a football head, right? Didn't you watch like even that though? I mean, when this happened, I was like pretty young. He's the only player that did that. Yeah. Charlie Ward. Okay, well, I, I, it sounds like I should have known that, but the point is 1994. That's the last time they re-signed someone. Wow. Or or that's the last time someone was drafted by them in the first round who they have re-signed. That's crazy. That is pretty insane. That Charlie Ward... It, and then, no wonder they have sucked for most of those years. This is the thing. Well, I mean, I want to go into my rant about the Knicks, but I want to know, because I didn't look at it. I just know one person, and it wasn't the unibrow, but it was it, the unicorn... They got shipped off to... That's why I said that stat, yeah. Because at least people thought this time probably like, well, even if, if someone knew about the stat already, they're probably like, well, we finally got a, a real one here that will be resigned, but no. So what was the deets of this uh, this blockbuster trade, Padre? All right, so what we got here is... Well, let me pull up the Huoge the bomb here. What he says is New York has agreed with Dallas on a trade that includes... KP, mm-hmm. Chris Stapps, Courtney Lee, mm-hmm. Tim Hardaway Jr., and that's in exchange for Wes Matthews, Dennis Smith Jr., 
and DeAndre Jordan of the Mavs. Players and agents are being notified, blah, blah, blah. Deal may include more draft assets, so I don't know about that part, but uh, that seems to be the case. So basically, you know, KP, I would say like the main component. Well, I mean, Kristaps obviously the main component on that end. I guess I would say in terms of upside, Dennis Smith Jr. is probably the big thing the Knicks get back, but DeAndre maybe is the bigger guy at this point in his career, but... Well, he has a one. I think he has a one-year contract. He didn't sign like a, basically. It's just a, well, that's an, a cap move. That's it. Yeah, that's another thing, I guess. So why did the Knicks do this? I don't really know. Do they know? The only thing I can think of is that they know, unless it comes out that they know that Porzingis's injury is even worse, and he may just might not be able to get it together in his career because of that injury. I feel like the Knicks got fleeced again here. Like, why? Why they do this? This is this is dumbfounding to me, uh, and I think the whole NBA like if whatever team you like, whatever NBA, if you're an NBA fan, if you're like a Mavs fan, I think you can agree that this is a trade that is just dumb for the Knicks. And I'm sure their logic is they're thinking of something. Maybe they're talking to another team or whatever. But like the whole thing was all right. The only way I can rationalize, think, and still I'm dumbfounded about this, the reason why they would do this if I'm arguing for Steve, whatever his name is, Linens or whoever the GM is, that they want to go tank so hard. Like, they want to tank the hardest possible and get Zion and then get two picks. And they say they're future picks. It doesn't actually say how many. But that doesn't really make sense to me. Uh, his name's Scott Perry, by the way. But it's already a situation where... KP wasn't playing, so it's not like he's ha- ha- making them win games. Wouldn't the ideal situation to be he's out for the year, they tank, they get Zan, and they have them both? Yeah, yeah. I, I could see that as being being a thing, but I think they did have a meet. You know what? I'm thinking about it now. KP did have a meeting with them. I saw a tweet earlier, uh, earlier today or yesterday on... Uh, People can fact check that, but I'm pretty sure he talked to front. A meeting. Who had a meeting with it? KP, uh, the unicorn. So. Oh, with the Knicks. Yeah. With the Knicks, and not liking the the way the direction was going, uh, of the Knicks. Did he ask for a trade or something? Probably that could be it. But like, what what do the Knicks owe him? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and Ennis Cantor <laughs> literally said last week or the week ago he wanted to get traded like play me or trade me so like so kp just walks in randomly being like hey man how's it going you know i'm doing all right can you trade me yeah sure uh when you what are you looking to do Uh, can i play with my best friend luca it's like yeah yeah, no no let's do that too uh do, do, do you need us to move your stuff for you do you need like to get a supermodel girlfriend on the way over there like what do you need like it was super accommodating for the knicks to do that if that was the deal if that's the story that comes out i'm not sure though yeah so yeah why would they be so accommodating you know what i just thought getting into nets territory conspiracy theory what if Carox was like i can be the only latvian mm, in new york yeah and like the latvian Roni. forced yeah kp yeah 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 to demand a trade or whatever yeah and then he he wouldn't want to be called a pegasus <laughs> or or uh the liger he would probably be that would be his thing uh, instead of the unicorn like he wants he wants a mythical creature and a better one yeah a cooler one i mean it's got to be brooklyn uh, it's got to be something brooklyn related i don't know but uh we got good branding here in brooklyn you know we we got we got little style up in uh, up in bk but i think you're onto something and the Knicks are not going to be relevant again for the next 
three to four years, just from this trade alone. I mean, I guess they will be relevant if they do get the number one pick and get Zion or whoever. I mean, they'll they'll be some. I mean, not relevant in terms of winning games, or, but I mean, they'll be relevant to like this news stories or whatever. I guess. But do you just mean relevant in terms of making the playoffs and stuff? Well, I mean, I'm t- sorry. I meant to say in a New York City sense, right? Uh, locally. Oh. Okay. People knew. Uh, Porzingis. Well, then they will be. Yeah, people knew Porzingis as being the symbol of the team, right? Like for, a, but in this past year, they he was. I'm sure Zion would be, but I would say Porzingis was the biggest basketball star for New York. Now it's yeah, no, I agree. Uh, now it's D'Angelo Russell, and you know if Karis LeVert was playing a full year, I think he could have been it. But now it's D. Russ, and that's a good thing for the Nets. But at the same time, yeah, good thing for you. I want the Knicks to be good. Like I want, I want there to be competition. I want there to be. You know something that to, I watch Knicks games almost every time that the Nets aren't playing. Like if it's on, I'm just gonna put it on and watch them. They almost beat the the Rockets the other day, and it's because of one bad pass, inbound pass that Harden of all people stole the ball, <laughs> and that Harden scored sixty on that game, like everything else. But still, like I don't know. And uh, well, they they want to move the tank anyway. They wanted to screw that one up, probably. Yeah. You know. So right now I'm at tankathon.com. The Knicks are got they lost 11 in a row. They got 200% winning record and top 4 they're 52% likely. Number 1 they're 14. Oh, damn it. You know I just I just noticed too they so they're one of the main co- opponents for yep. Tankathon 2019 is my Cleveland Cavaliers of course. I just noticed the Knicks got up under us. They have a, a they're a game ahead of us now. What the hell? Or I guess half a game? No, full game. What? How? The Cavs have eleven wins. Then they won. They, the Cavs must have won like their last two games or something. How? How did that happen? Well, so before we go into the, I haven't been following if you if you noticed, especially with my road trip and everything. How often do you, do you look at obsessively the L's of the Cavs? I mean, you've been you've been good at it. Well, no, but I mean, normally I look at the standings. I go on NBA Reddit a lot, almost every day, usually. And normally I do, but I just haven't as much lately. Right. So I missed that. But. So what I'm going to say to this, Padre, is I don't know if you know about this this year's lottery rules, but it's mm-hmm. the bottom three teams have the same chance of being the number one pick. There's no... Oh, they do? Yeah. Okay. So right now you, Phoenix, and New York are... That's why it says at tankathon.com, they're all 14% number one overall. After that is Chicago and Atlanta, and then uh, Memphis is borderline uh they they don't have much chance i would say suns are really the only team that has a chance at the bottom three in the west i think chicago can get there they're only one and a half uh that's what i said in the west yeah. oh in, in the west. west okay yeah 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 no chicago's involved i think the Cavs must have just beat them yeah so the, yeah the other oh, hawks have won 16 games what are they doing winning games screwing up well whatever you know it's vince carter's retirement tour he wants to go all out and maybe lynn sanity needs a sequel in atlanta Take Atlanta by storm, right there. So I'm not sure. Cavs. Atlanta's like we're tanking. We want it. We don't want to win games. We'll bring in Lennon. He'll get hurt. What? He's not getting hurt now. What the? Hell? So what's what's the impact of this trade? We are uh, for the Sixers. I'm not Sixers. For the Mavericks, right? Oh yeah, back to the trade. Well, so KP is out for the year, right? Or is there a chance he comes back for potential playoffs? I guess, or which I don't think they'll make, but they could still. Or like the end of the year, Kenny. I don't. That's what I need to know before I can. Right. But for future-wise, I mean, Tim Hardaway Jr. is not bad either. I don't know what his contract situation is. He's a decent piece. Courtney Lee is whatever. I mean, he's been everywhere. But, I mean, they could pair KP and Luka now. That's pretty crazy. Well, they're they're definitely best friends. They play on the 
the same international team, obviously. And uh, it was, I think, literally there was an interview because the Mavs just came to New York and the Mavs busted the Knicks by 25 points. And the New York announcer, I remember seeing, asking, it's like, how fun is it to play with uh, KP and and uh, trying to make it relevant of a Knicks conversation, even though KP wasn't playing there. But she gave him a hypothetical to Luca, saying, how fun would it be to play on the floor with KP? And it's like, yeah, it's always fun. He's such a great, he's like one of the best players. The Knicks are really lucky to have him. Like, this is a 20-year-old rookie, Luca, saying all this. And also, he's played with them just, you know, growing up, not in international basketball. So now he gets this opportunity to actually play with a week later, at least be on the same team with, with KP. And if they were free agents, I feel like this is something they would even already want to do, right? Now that is actually in their hands and the possibilities, the Mavs are going to go from this to, I would say, top four if KP's healthy next year easily. Top four? Yeah, top four in the West at least, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, that I mean, it's possible. We got again. We had to see about that. Yeah, the health. But I mean, right now they're eleventh, twelfth seed right now, twenty three and twenty eight, about five games back of the playoffs here. So I, I mean, they could move up. They could move down. I would guess they finish outside looking in, though. Probably, you know, probably like in the tenth, eleventh area here by the end of, the, of this season. You think they'll be able? this will make them good enough to be in the top four or even five of the West. I, I, that's a little too strong for me, I would say, at least for next year. But, I mean, it could definitely make them a playoff team. It's going to make them fun to watch. Yeah, a lot of it's up in there due to injury. But, I, yeah, if I was a Mavs fan, I would be pretty jazzed up right now. When you look at Luka, he's rookie of the year, you would agree, right? I guess. I mean, Trae Young's coming on a little bit. Um, you still got Aiden putting up stats. But... Probably he's definitely up there. Making the biggest splash for sure. I mean, we talked about like storylines and awards and how, and everyone, most NBA fans know that statistically you can match up players, but like if a player has a big impact and leading them to like a playoff or like a better record, a Trey Young on a shitty team scoring like 30 a game, if he was averaging that, that's incredible. But if he's the only one getting shots, then how, you know, how good is that? You know, something like that. So I think with Luka, the fans of the NBA love him a lot. Like his step back, his his size, his passing. Yeah, it's fun to watch. But but does that make him? Does that make them like a, a great team all of a sudden? Like it sounds like you're talking about more what the fans like or what's exciting. But top four exciting team to watch, maybe that's what you're saying. Yeah, I could I could go for that. I just think top four is strong a strong statement for me right now. For, uh, Considering how good the West is, everything like that, and where they are right now, currently, you know, before this trade. But. I think if you put if you put some other one of the free agents on that team, if you put a Jimmy Butler, a Kawhi Leonard on that team, then definitely you're a top four team in the NBA. I don't know about putting Jimmy Butler at this point. I mean, he might he might ruin the whole situation. <laughs> is, is Jimmy Butler not a good like teammate anymore? <laughs> is that he'll like get KP and Luca to like fight each other on horses <laughs> or something? Like, have a joust. You know, that butler's not doing a good job of uh, managing uh, Jimmy. Jimmy's butler, you mean? Who is a guest on our show? Yeah, Jimmy's butler, butler. Yeah. Or is he doing a, a great job and, like, he wants to, you know, cause this mischief? He wants to get better situation. Maybe he thinks whatever is happening is getting a better situation. You're probably right, though. I think he's taking it. I think Jimmy's butler's taking it too far. I think he's definitely point. taking it too far. And 
this trade will definitely play out in the coming years, and I think that's that's good that it shake up. Now, moving past that, it took us a while. Yeah, exciting time, though. It is exciting for a Mavs fan. Yeah, and good, good for them. We went to Dallas. We went to the game for... That's too. We bring it up a lot. Yeah, uh, with for debauchery nom uh, 15, uh, and it was a good arena. I think their fans are pretty devoted to him. Pod Wife here has been watching a lot of King of the Hill, and there's been a lot of Dallas Mavericks references, and it took me a while to realize again that there are basketball fans that like the Mavs. Like there are fan- in Texas, they actually like the Mavs uh, because you just think of the Cowboys, right? You don't think of or even Texans. You don't think of basketball other than University of Texas and whatnot. So New York basketball is now and will be for the next two to three years at least Brooklyn's and. That's not. I mean, I still think you're talking a little out of pocket here, too. Like I kind of mentioned before, the Knicks feds are still going to. There's still more fans. Like, they're going to be talking about. Like, especially if they do get Zion or something like that, something big in the draft. I just don't want to. You know, I'm just trying to manage your expectations. Oh, oh, okay. All right. So we're we're on different wavelengths. I'm talking about as in, like, TV appearances of the playoff team as a. Oh, yeah. Like, yes. One player like Zion, if you have a a name like Zion or a name like LeBron and you're just as talented and built like those two, you're going to be the player that people want to watch. I am excited to see where Zion goes. He said he didn't want to go to Cleveland (laughs) already. <laughs> but too bad, man. I mean, he's gone. We're gonna get him. maybe, maybe, maybe. But then you'll probably be forced to trade him to LeBron somehow. Um, so that's the other thing. I know we're I know we're transition, but that's the other thing about where the Mavs could be next year. Who knows where Davis ends up on the Lakers or wherever else? Like that could shift the balance of everything too. You know. Um. So you've been moving on past Zion on the Knicks. You've been listening to Anthony Davis and and what's going on. There, he made a trade demand last week. I believe it was last uh, Monday. Yeah, this past Monday or Sunday. You said I've been listening to. I've been personally listening to him directly. Yeah, no, you've been directly listening to him. He came out and his agent said he will no longer wants to play. And he wants to just move on and everything like that. Now, the Pelicans said, "Okay, fine, you stay home. We'll figure this out." They even took him out off the jumbotron intro of games. Like this is a completely divorce right now it's already happening but the pelicans have him for the next year and a half this year and next year they don't necessarily have to trade him in the trade deadline for 10 days from now or whenever it is they could wait till the offseason and trade him to whoever they want and get more for them the number one thing is he may want to follow padre he may want to go to la and do some celebrity stuff and play for the lakers while he's at it too so what do you think of that possibility? Yeah, with me. Yeah. Well, why why would you say that they would get more for him if they waited to the more options? I would say, um, because when the picks come out, the draft nights, things will move. Like free agents will will move. Jimmy Butler, Kawhi Leonard. Like there's going to be more things that aren't you can't see right now that you will be able to see. More options. I could see it from that perspective. The only thing is, like, I would maybe say a team might be willing to give more right now if they need that playoff push or if they really want to get them for this That's a year good point. playoffs. A team might be more discerning if it's the off season. Would you say, like, a team like... I could see it either like way. Like the, the Brooklyn Nets? Do you think a team like them would probably like Anthony Davis on, on the team? I mean, if they could... I mean, of course they would. And if they could get him this year, because they are making a playoff push. They're, they're Right now they're in the sixth, sixth seed. Yep. 
looking pretty good for them. They're they're well up in the sixth seed above the seventh and eighth right now by, mm-hmm. by four games, it looks like. Yeah. And no one's really clambering to get in the mix in the six up to the sixth seed really it looks like so. And last time I checked they're playing the Spurs right now at halftime, 52-53. I have a recording, oh, yeah. so I'm going to be watching them after this filming. You don't want me to look up the score and spoilers? No, I already spoiled it for myself, and it said 52-53. Oh, you just said what the score Yeah, was. yeah, yeah. No, I usually get it. I'm usually happy when that happens. I listen well. When it's 52 and 53 or, like, it's one point. I'm like, oh, it's just like I still watch the whole game, and I know it's still kind of 0-0, just a little mm. past time. Oh, well, I don't know if uh, I'm getting the news quicker here on the left coast, but it's actually uh, the third quarter right now, 62-61 Spurs, oh. eight minutes to go. Wow, it looks like a tight game there. So the Nets, they've been in sixth spot. They've had the best record since December 7th behind the Bucks. Uh, the Bucks right now are up 96-83 against the Raptors. Uh, Brooke Lopez killing it. I'm surprised he may not be like a an all-star or not. We'll go into that in a little bit. But the Nets themselves have a chance right now with a lot of talent. They have picks available. They have cap space. They have Jared Allen. They have uh, you know they have Roney. They have all these young pieces that were not people didn't realize were good until the Nets start winning games with them, right? So yeah. Well, the question remains then, or becomes, I guess. Well, two questions. One, would Davis really want to play for the Nets? I don't really think so. But And then two, what are the Nets giving up for him? Jared Allen, I guess, would have to be in the deal. Oh, definitely. But what else? I mean, uh, D'Angelo Russell would definitely have to be in the deal. Russell. Yeah. And, you know. Is that enough for the Pellies? I don't know. Yeah, no, it, it would be that. And they have, like, three picks. They have the Nuggets pick, and they have another pick. These are first-rounders. Yeah, picks. Yeah, and that could do it. That could swing the deal. So the reason why I was brought up, they were, uh, I think, either someone from the Post or someone wrote wrote about it. And one of the things that were quoted from this article is like Sean Marks and Trajan Langdon believe that if they're able to get him now or even in the offseason, they can do enough to convince him to stay. And it's a risk. It happened with Paul George last year. It happened in the Nets history with Darren Williams before. So it can happen. But Anthony Davis is... He's a player that you start a team with, like a franchise. Like he is un- unquestionably a one number one pick overall in any situation that you look at it. And he's one in a lifetime player. And I think if the Nets are able to pull it off with giving up Russell, I, I love the way Russell's playing. Uh, I love Jared Allen. I think he's one of the best, like funniest slash best players to watch blocking everybody too and their mom yeah and dunk and throwing down on them i don't know i get excited about it but i'm also excited the way the nets are going right now if they were to do that then kyrie irving would be in that immediately but do we need kyrie irving i don't know so uh oh really you don't need kyrie huh yeah interesting take on that uh well what's the biggest competition obviously the lakers but what who else like Celtics. Celtics. Celtics are the biggest competition. Well, I certainly hope they goes to the Nets over either of these teams. but uh, And the Knicks were, but now they're out of the competition, right? And and, and the Clippers, too. But that's the same thing with Kawhi Leonard. So there's a, for big markets, people can sign with the Knicks now. I think that's what they're going for free agency right now. Sign wh- whoever they want with the money they took off from Tim Hardaway. You got the Nets, you got the Clippers, and you got the Lakers. So... Uh, and the Celtics have the assets. So I don't think there's a lot of teams that can absorb contracts or give up many picks that I can think of where a player 
like a Kawhi, Anthony, or anyone else would want it. Can you think of any other teams? I don't think so. I'm trying to, but no, nothing realistic. So your final thought, do you think he gets moved this season or not? Or is it like you said, they're going to wait till next year, till offseason? You know, if it's going to be a team, it's going to be the Lakers. But the thing is, the Lakers are not getting callbacks. I just read that earlier today. Del Demps of the Pellies, the GM, has returned everyone's call except Rob Palenka of the Lakers and Magic Johnson. That's a dick and also pretty funny, funny move to do because, yeah, Anthony Davis has kind of made his intentions clear through, I guess, the grapevine or whatever. He's on LeBron's, what, agent? Like, they have the same agent. Yeah, uh, sports, yeah, yeah, and it's kind of like a predestined, you know, self-fulfilling prophecy for him to be a Laker. And they don't want to do that. They don't want to grant his wish because they're angry. The fact that he said, he may have said that not publicly, that he wants to play for the Lakers. But the Lakers have the best package. Also, he got they got fined fifty. He got fined fifty k for even the Rich Paul coming out publicly and saying that. Did the, he? Yeah. What about the public trade? I guess the fine is for that. Yeah, publicly announcing the trade request or whatever. I wonder. I didn't see. I wonder if there was like a a, a podium, like everyone just taking pictures. What is Rich Paul going to say? Uh, you know how like players decide with a hat. You know, uh, college players and um, where they're going. Was it something like that where he just he put on a he put on a hat? I feel like you don't need like the the Lakers hat is just assumed on Rich Paul's hat at all times right now. You don't really need to see it there. Literally, you know, you just know what it is. But yeah, that's those. I mean, quite a week for a good thing we did episode 114 right now because a lot of big news happening this week yeah i mean the nets are winning the lakers are losing they've been out and uh and the whole conference belongs right now back to the warriors where this is this is something we talked about last year at the end uh or the beginning of this yeah beginning of the nba season where you went on a rant on the nba season's over and Drew, it looks like you might be right. Not the season's over, just in general. The NBA's canceled, basically. NBA, that's what you said. The NBA's canceled. And now that DeMarcus Boogie Cousins part of these Warriors, they've won, I think, 12 in a row or 13 in a row, something like that? Uh, uh, what I'm looking at doesn't have that, but I guess we could look it up if we need to. But yeah, they're back. 11 in, 11 in a row. 11 they in have row. the best. They're only a half a game up in terms of best record in the league on those Bucks, though, man. The Bucks are still killing it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and the Nuggets are one game banned. And Raptors are close, too. Yeah, they have more losses. Nuggets, yeah. But, yeah, the Warriors back on top. And they're still going to win the, the finals, but, you know, whatever. It would be dope if the Mavs could get in that eight seed. That would be a cool. Matchup. If the Mavs get in that eight seed. You know what I hope for? I hope for... The Lakers are outsiders. Yeah, I hope for, like, the Lakers or a team like the Lakers or Rockets or the Thunder. Well, Thunder's going to stay up there. Or Spurs, like some of the, one of these franchises that are going to be on the bottom of the Western Conference playoffs, but they have a player or they have a, a pedigree of winning, like a coach, like a Greg Popovich, that can maybe outwit you know the Warriors in a blitz plan, you know, like something figure out something. But that's a dream, and I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. So are, the Warriors are they the team? For the first half of the NBA, for you, are are they the champions right now? Well, no, that, not if you're saying if they're the team of the first half, then definitely not. But what what do you, what's the question? The question again? is like, are they the team? Like, the, I would say the 
Sorry, but I guess this isn't what you're asking, but the team of the first half of the season so far, I would say the Nuggets. Right? The Nuggets. Yeah, yeah, I would say I would say so too. In terms of the most surprise element, best spreading the ball around between the most guys on the team, everything like that. But were you asking a different type of question? Yeah, I was trying to get the question I was trying to get to was now that they they've gotten their full strength and they've won 11 in a row and they're the champions, are they going to be the team from the first half, second half where they will not be touched? Like, not saying they're going to win the championship, but, like, uh, this momentum that they're carrying, or they were at number two or three for back and forth between the Nuggets, who else was underneath them, and Thunder. The West was up and down, but now they're arrived. Are they the Kings to be again for the rest of the season? Or do you think they'll be knocked out of the first seed um, between the Bucks, Raptors, and whoever else is the field. No, I think they probably are. I, I won't say for sure, and I do think they're going to win the finals again, like I said, when it comes to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But I could see them dropping back down a little. Who knows what's going to happen. I, they'll probably get the number one seed, but it's possible they won't. It's it's more possible this year than in the past. Right. I think their bench is a liability. That's what's going gonna be the... They don't need a bench, though, really. And they got Iguodala and, and Livingston, and that's it. So, all right, we got a lot of players. Uh, we got a lot of all-stars on this team, but there's a lot of other all-stars that were recently announced by Drew, and I want to, I want to talk about that, uh, unless you got anything else that you wanted to mention. Um, you know, I could go over more states talk, but I guess we should get to this, yeah. Yeah, let's go to that. One side note, Spencer Dinwiddie's out for the next three to six weeks. I'm sure people already know that. He has thumb surgery, so that's a big state of the Nets now that that's over. The big trade we covered already, and were there some all-stars involved in that at all? I don't think so. Uh, no, Zyandra is not an all-star. Luca's not an all-star, which some people thought he might be or should be. So, no. All right, so who is an all-star? I mean, Anthony Davis, it wasn't that trade, of course, but we've been talking about him, so he's, of course, in there. But who is the all-star right now for the Western Conference, Padre? I'm going to look up the Eastern because I forget, but I'm going to go off the top of my head. I got Kawhi Leonard. I got Kemba Walker. I got Kyrie Irving. You you can check check for me. Are you just talking starters or in general? Yeah, I'm, just me- I'm mentioning the starters right now. I got Giannis. Giannis, and I got Joel Embiid. All five, right? I got him. So three guys with K names is kind of weird. Kemba, Kyrie, Kawhi. All right, let me see if I can do the West here. Let me see if I can do the West here. I got uh, Steph Curry. I got Paul George, LeBron James. Yep, yep. I got Kevin Durant. Yep, close it out. And Could be one of the most obvious ones ooh. here, I would say. James Harden. You got it. The beard and and about Anthony Davis, who I mentioned about, he's on the. Is he even gonna like go to this All Star game now, or like can he like go wearing the Pelicans like jersey, or do they not do the wear the team jerseys anymore? They do wear them again now, right? Because of the new thing. No, 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 they don't wear team jerseys anymore. It was black and white last time. Yeah. Okay, I don't remember. But yeah, is he just gonna play like play technically for the Pelicans, or can he even do it? Like this has never happened before. I don't think so. Um, where a play, I know players have been traded right before like the All-Star game or right after or something like that. Yeah, a different conference or something like that. Yeah. But no one's no one's been held out and then also like the All-Star player not playing actively, right? So I think he will he'll definitely still play. The NBA's not going to ha- you know, not going to allow him not to play. I think it'll just be him wearing his own logo, his unibrow logo, his Angry Bird 
Like, that will be his little emblem on his jersey or whatever. Or Clutch Sports. Maybe he'll just be representing them. <laughs> I'm not sure. So He'll just wear the Lakers logo, even if he's not right. traded there yet. Right, right. Yeah, that is interesting. Well, um, rounding it out then for the West and the reserves with Davis, Russ, Joker, Dame, Clay, mm-hmm. LMA, mm-hmm. Aldridge, and Cat, Carl Anthony Towns. So, pretty good roster. Oh, it won't be the roster again because of the... the are they televising that? I heard this year too. I think they're televising the picking the teams. They are, there. and the ca- who, the captains are Giannis and Lebronis, right? Yeah, Lebronis and Giannis. Because the rest of the are you gonna t- do the rest of the East here, or do you want me to do it? No, I'll let you have it. I, I can't think of eight players or whatever players are. It's uh, Blake, Kyle Lowry, Depot, Chris with a K, Middleton, Ben Simmons, Vucevic, and Bradley Beal. So there's already one opening on that because Oladipo is out for the year. Right. So so your boy could get in, I guess. Um, Probably not, but you're saying Brooke Lopez, Brooklyn, former Brooklyn, now Buck Lopez. He's not going to because if you got Chris Middleton already. No, they have two bucks already, yeah. Yeah, you got Chris Middleton already. I mean, if, if they let Giannis actually pick himself, if that's how it works, then he easily could, I guess. But I don't think that's how it works. Oh, man, that's funny. Yeah, do you agree with these? I mean, is there anything that I feel like? Um, I feel like the, no, I feel like these these all stars are good, but I think they could be better. You know, I, I think there could be different picks. I don't agree with yeah, all of Beal, them. Beal, I don't know if I agree with that one really. Beal's a little because the Wizards are so bad. You know, I don't know. Yeah, they could have picked someone else than Debo since he's hurt. I don't know why they would. You know, since they just made these today or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to argue with the, a lot of the West ones. The West is way more stacked. So, yeah, I don't know. It's it's overall, it's pretty good, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, as long as long as, uh, as long as the players play a competitive game like last year, I have no problem with... No, I'm kidding. You know what? I am upset. I'm angry. There, There's a couple players... What? Yeah. No, no, I'm upset, Padru, because I've been watching a lot of basketball, and I know what's good basketball. And I know that all these players are good, but they could be better. And I want to upgrade them right now. And I want to upgrade our podcast oh, okay. to a new segment called Snub or Dub in the Club with a Chub. So you want a new segment called Snub or Dub in the Club with a Chub? For Pornhub. Yeah. For Pornhub. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think that's a good new segment. And you said you've been watching a lot of ball. Like, as I said, NBA is canceled, so I haven't been watching as much as normal. So you probably know more about it than I do right now with these snubs. I mean, I guess I get it from, so are we saying snub if we agree with the snubbing? Or we think, or we agree that they, that it is a snub, rather. And then if we disagree, so snub if it is, if we think, yeah, that's, that's a snub. But if we think, nah, that's not really a snub, then we're going with dub in the club. Mm-hmm. With a chub for Pornhub. Yeah. What you just said makes sense to me in agreeing that if they are snubbed... You're the only one, I'm sure. Yeah. If they are snubbed, then they are snubbed. And, and we agree that they were slighted, that they were hurt, that they were rejected, they were denied the opportunity to go into VIP and pop some bub with all these other all-stars in the club. And there are a lot of players, and I, you know I think we should go to you know at least one or two, maybe three of them. And I'm gonna start off right now, Padru, for you. Okay. And I'm gonna pick this guy, 
His name is Donovan Mitchell of the Utah Jazz. Mm. Number 45. People saying he's a snub. You know what? That's got to be a classic. Dub in the club with a chub for Pornhub. He doesn't, he doesn't belong in the, the whatever it's called, lounge right now. Behind the velvet curtain or rope. Wait, wait, the vel- the velvet cur- velvet curtain, so all the people cannot cannot see the dance floor. They just curtain up. Yeah, no, they're just in their okay, own curtain right, cool. area. They don't need to see it. People don't need to see them. He belongs in the man club section with that chub, filming something for Pornhub, not filming something for TNT or whatever the All Star games on ABC. Okay, okay. Because I'm pretty sure he's having a, a sophomore slump. His shooting's way down, I believe, and he was like the most promising rookie last year. People thought he should have been rookie of the year last year. Had a very exciting season, but he just hasn't matched it this this go around, right? The Jazz are not doing particularly great. They're all right. They're the seventh seed right now. But uh, yeah, I got to say, that's not a snub to me. Not a snub. So D. Mitch is not a snub. I think he is a snub. This guy is the reason why the players play against the Jazz so hard, along with Rudy Gobert, which you could also consider, I also considered, he is snubbed. But Mitchell is the reason why the Jazz have those weird yellow, orange, and red jerseys, because he's just always on fire. He's. I do like those. You like them? I think, I think they're weird and ugly. I like them, yeah. I mean, they're weird for the Jazz, but I, I like, I kind of, they look pleasing to the eye, I don't know. It's probably because you traveled through. All right, we have a different... The valley. Difference of opinion there. Yeah. Yeah, I was even in Utah briefly, but not by Salt Lake City, but yeah. it was beautiful over there. A lot of gorgeous scenery, and it was red and yellow like them jerseys, kind of. All right. Well, once you give me something that's nice to look at and pleasing or as a player that was snubbed hmm. of the All-Star. All right. How about you said we don't want to do Go Bears, same team. All right, here we go. Uh, well, let's get my new... City back involved here with them LA Clip Show. What about Toby Harris? You think that was a snub or, you know, a dub in, with a chub in the club? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to stay consistent. That definitely was a snub. Toby Harris, Tobias, great name. Toby and Bobby, great show. And statistically, this team, the Clippers, were. The number one team, I would say, for the first quarter of the season, through the first 20-something games of the year, 21, yeah, 21 games, they were number one. He was consistently 25, whatever, 21 points, five whatever rebounds, or no, eight rebounds, five assists. I'm not going to look at the stats because that's not what we do at Brooklyn Rebound. And there's no other player that was better than him outside of LeBron James and, and the L.A. area that I can think of. He's more of a snub than Lou Williams was last year when people talked about that last year. And he definitely deserves to be on a team. Uh, I don't know who he would actually replace. He does. But actually, maybe Clay Thompson. I think he he could replace him. Replace Clay. Tobias Harris, I think, was definitely... Yeah, I think he was definitely worth more to the Clippers as an all-star. They're the, he's the player they guard the most. I mean, the opponents guard the most. And he's the one that will be dominating with 20 and 10 a game or whatever it is. So I'm going to go with Snub. True that, true that. He was Snub. Yeah. I mean, while I'm looking up his stats, I guess they're not. I'm looking up them both. Maybe I was a little hard on Donovan. I guess they, they these guys have kind of similar stats. But, yeah, I just think yeah, Toby means a little more to the team this year. And if you're looking at this Clippers team before the season started, it's kind of like who 
will they even be any good or anything? We're really thinking so that much. Or like, who's, whose team is this going to be? And it's kind of his team, I guess. Or it's it's an ensemble, but still, he's definitely stepped up there. So I guess maybe just, too, yeah, too full of his position. But I agree on that's a snub. So you agree with me that you snub. Which player would you take out if you could think of one? I have to say who it would take out. Yeah. I'm, well, I guess I would agree with you with Clay just because I don't like him. But, I, I mean, <laughs> who did I say doesn't was questionable before? Oh, it was Beal, so... But I, it has to be another Western Conference guy. Uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I would say I would. Okay, I didn't want you to agree with me, but that's okay. That's fine. You agree with me. Well, too bad. All right. Yes. So let's do another one, and, and then we can uh, wrap this baby up. Let's see who we got here. All right. As make the call. You know Captain. what? Who did I pick last time? I uh, picked that. Drive, drive the sub snub on home right here. Drive the snub. I lost my tracking of of the article I was I was reading of the snubs, but I don't need that, Padre. I already know. Well, you're getting it together. Do you want me to update you on the on the score of the Spurs Nets game oh, right please now? Please don't. Please, please, please don't. don't. Okay. You know what? Since I know that you may you may ask me. It's interesting. You may ask me about this player. I'm gonna flip it to you, and since you said Spurs, I'm gonna go with Demar Derozan, snub. Or, you have to say it. You came up with this stupid. Yeah, no, no, I got it. I got Dub in the club <laughs> with a chub for Pornhub. What is it, Padre? Doctor DeRozan, DD. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. Uh, mm. I'm gonna give you his numbers: twenty-one a game, six rebounds, six assists a game. That's twenty-one, six, and six. It's pretty good, but I'm gonna go not a snub. I'll say he's, he can forget about that velvet curtain. And he can unveil his curtain to reveal that chub for Pornhub. <laughs> because he's having a pretty decent season. If you look at the trade, right. Kawhi's obviously having playing better. I guess if you wanted him in there, you would throw him in for Aldridge, mm-hmm. sub them out. But I think Aldridge, is, even if their stats can be somewhat similar to points scored and all that, which I don't know if they are, I'm assuming they're somewhat similar, but I think he's really stepped up more this season for them than DeRozan. Some call him DeFrozen because... A lot of times in big games, he plays poorly. Mm. And if he was still in the East, yeah, and putting up these numbers, yeah, he could be in there with his boy Lowry, his old friend Lowry. But in the West, I think that don't cut it. So to me, that ain't, that's not a snub. Uh, poor Double D. I think he can be de chub and de club. You know, if it was another team, like if he was on the Raptors again, then it definitely would be a snub i don't think it is i think i think he could be hanging in that club uh with a bottle full of bub and dub and then also maybe maybe do a three-way of some sort on Pornhub with oh the coyote and greg popovich that would be interesting. <laughs> well that would be interesting i would watch that over the all-star game yeah <laughs> so DeRozan is a great player but the west is just way too deep at the the backcourt position and DeRozan is one of those wing players that are really good, but LaMarcus Aldridge is one of a kind in terms of being in the post, hitting 20-foot jumpers, playing defense. There's not a lot of big men left in the NBA. They're kind of dinosaurs. So if you're a coach choosing All-Stars, who do you focus on guarding? DeMar DeRozan can explode, but I don't think he's going to be the end-all be-all and goes to your point of saying like he can be frozen. Uh, in the end, that's why probably the coaches don't admire him anymore. And uh, 
sucks for him. I don't think he might not be an all-star if he's in the West for, like, a long time now, honestly. Could be like, ever again. We don't yeah. know. Yeah, that sucks. I mean, he's got he's got $160 million, but that sucks that he will never... Maybe if he goes to a worse team, I don't know, and puts up gaudy stats or something, but... No, I, don't, I think the NBA has gotten so good where that's not... Uh, like, for example, Tobias Harris is not... It's not the greatest team. He's on there. The Clippers are eighth right now, but like if you're a good player on a bad team, it's really hard to get get on the All Star. That's why um, Luka Doncic. Yeah, I guess so. Which is uh, one of those players that gets well, snubbed. He's a rookie too, so that could still be be a factor. Yeah. But okay, so you want to give me one last one then? One last one. Before I do that, I'll say uh, uh, some good news for De- Demar. His his old friends, the Raptors who uh, dealt him, took the L just now, games over, to those Bucks top team in the East, defeating the, the that's a that was a big game, I guess. The Bucks beat the Raptors 105-92, ha- a pretty easy win there for them, it sounds like. Not these Bucks. But in terms of looking at a snub, what about another guy from the East here on a team, kind of like you mentioned, that's not really a good team. Right now, they're technically on the outside looking in of the playoffs, but this is Big Andre Drummond. Dre Drummond. UConn. Oh, I thought you were gonna go with Free throw shooting got a lot better. You know what? I'm gonna cancel I'm gonna cancel your Dre Drummond and I'm gonna override that and I'm what? gonna ask myself <laughs> if Oh, you had something you wanted me to set up? I didn't know what it was. I thought it wasn't Luca because you just mentioned him. Who are you talking about D loading D'Angelo Russell of the Brooklyn Nets got snubbed and I'm just gonna go straight to it. He got snubbed real hard. This team right now is six in the East. The coaches have to only really focus on one player, and who is that player? It was Spencer Didwitty at times, but it for the last two months, give or take, D'Angelo Russell has been a top five guard in the league. This guy's been averaging, I think, 18 or, or 20. Wait, here we go. 19 uh, a game, almost 20, basically four rebounds, six assists, while shooting like something around like 40% from three, 45 from the field, really efficient, and getting players involved, doing everything possible to be a leader on this team. And the NBA coaches decided to say, you know what, Brooklyn, you suck. You're not going to get an all-star. That's messed up. I don't I don't like it. I, I, don't, I don't acknowledge it. I'm going to say D'Angelo Russell is my all-star. And I think he's all of the Brooklyn Nets all-star right now. What do you think, Padre? And also, Andre Drummond should be an all-star, but just not this year because their team sucks. So, yeah. Yeah, I guess, yeah, if it's just on whose team is better than... I could see Russell. I guess that's a snub the way you put it down. I don't know. I can't go enough to say to make a pick on this one, you know. But what I will say is we'll make him our all-star for the podcast, the Brooklyn Rebound Network. All right. That's... That's his consolation prize, small as it is. Right. He's the all-star uh, this year, big D-Lo, small D-Lo, really. But yeah. And if he is an all-star, that means we can acknowledge that he got snubbed, but he will still go to the club. He'll have some ice, not just in his veins, but in some champagne and just doing doing everything the way he wants to do it, you know? Yeah, you know what? He can look. He can. He can't maybe go in, but he can at least peek his head into that velvet curtain and see what's going. Okay, on. so he'll get a he'll get one of those visual snaps that he could he could not put on Instagram. Well, actually, no. He, right. he he should be able to snap something. If he, yeah, he can grab that. All right, cool. He can snap that. He can grab that. Whatever he wants to do. Speaking of which, you know, since 
Instagram is pretty popular. I, I would fail reminisce not to highlight your gram at Drew Wills. Is that right? That uh, no, that the gram is Pod Drew, baby. At Pod Drew, baby, or just Pod Drew? No, not baby. Sorry, just Pod Drew. P O D D R E W. Getting that branding down for the podcast, baby. I'll put the baby there. Yeah, not confuse people. Put the baby. <laughs> Drew Wilson is the YouTube channel. Yeah. Drew Wills mm-hmm. is the Twitter, which I don't do much with, so you don't really need that one. But yeah, you know, you can look into that IQ Phenom over there. Mm-hmm. IQ Phenom is one of my grams. You got Enam Kazi on the Twitter. We got uh, we got podcast galore as Padre Mrs. Relevant mentioned. That's going to be dropping out. There's some some super game going on super this Bowl. Sunday. Mm-hmm. Super Bowl game match kickoff. The kickoff Super Bowl kickoff means nothing now in my mind because a kickoff means nothing kickoff doesn't work anymore it's just booting the ball like what's what's the point of calling it a kickoff now right just just go to the 25 yard line yeah yeah just say super bowl start at 20 yard line uh beginning of the game you know that i think that sounds better for marketing purposes you know i'm done with the nba do you think that well it's canceled do you think that tony right, right do you think tony romo would make it will make it to super bowl this year i in fact i think he will make it and we talk about him for sure on this episode that you're referencing preview. So I can't wait to listen to that. He'll be in the booth, and uh, you know, in the championship game of the the Chiefs Pats, your boy Romo. Someone like even put it online. I think you can go look this up if you haven't seen it. He literally called correctly the Pats last like eleven or twelve plays of the entire game. It was crazy. Like he said what they were gonna do before they did it on air. Right. Bill Simmons actually uh, talked about that. Yeah, yeah, that's... Well, I mean, I'm a homosexual for a reason, right? So, uh... I, apparently so, for his great commentary and insight. No, no, I, I don't <laughs> know what that... capability. I, I think it's just his voice. I love the sound of his voice. That's all. Will you... If, if he has a great um, Super Bowl, you know, performance, will you ever get back into doing a little more Romoetry, by the way? You know what? That remains to be seen. TBD. Remotry was my pastime, so maybe maybe I have to dust off the cobwebs, get my calligraphy uh, set back out, and just start yeah, writing some remotry. Yeah, it's got to be done on, on calligraphy. It's that uh, important. All right. Well, I'm I'm getting distracted watching the Sixers Warriors right now. Yeah. Why don't you watch? Well, what you should do is watch the the fourth quarter, which is starting now of your Nets game against the Spurs, and we'll pop on out of here. All right, peace. Peace. Brooklyn! Brooklyn! Pod Boys Productions.